All right, Tyler, uh, your wish is my command, or my wish is everyone's command. I don't know. Let, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, welcome to, to the, the Not Just New Movies podcast, the show where we review a seemingly random film currently not in theaters. As you all know, my name is Ben Pearson. Today, we're going to be talking about Matt Reeves' 2022 film, The Batman, joining me. It's my regular co-host, Tyler, which I guess we've already done introductions all the way around here. So this part of the po- of the show is pointless. It's been Tyler, so long since we talked uh, Mad Max Return to Thunderdome or Escape from Thunderdome. It has been a long time. That I think we promised episode. we promised that there would be more of the show after that. And we are finally this fulfilling one. that promise with, yes, the, the last grand finale of this show. Uh, I don't even remember what year we put out that Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome uh, episode. 2021, baby. It couldn't have been. There's no way. Was it really? January 2021. Oh, January. All right. That always sneaks in there. Uh, Well, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. You can find all of our previous episodes at njnmpodcast.blogspot.com. Maybe if that no. website even still exists. I don't think it does. Uh, nope. So no, you, you probably can't. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can do that by email at notjustnewmovies at gmail.com. I actually just renewed the... Uh, phone number, the the voicemail. So nice. if anyone wants to leave a sort of, um, I guess it would be like a posthumous voicemail since this is the, the final recording, uh, maybe someone in the, the digital ether will get that. You can, you can call in at, uh, I think it's 904-469-NJNM and leave us a message if you want to. Um, That's right. Gotten, it was NJNM. We've gotten a lot of spam calls in the past 13 years, Tyler, I got to tell you, I, I I feel like we've probably, we've probably crossed like the five or 600, uh, spam call, uh, voicemails. And a lot of people just being like, hello, who's this? All right. Bye. And then just ending the call. I got to admit that's been me over the years. I've been, Mm. I've been so lonely and you never ask me back to do any more (laughs) podcast shows. And so I just call thinking that, oh man, people are still calling. Maybe we should bring the show back and never. Never have you contacted me back. Ben, we should introduce the panel and see what they've been consu- media consuming. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do a little media consume section. That's how we used to uh, used to do the show way back in the day. So um, let's let's go around the horn here. Jared, uh, Jared, what, what have you been watching recently? Anything jumped out at you? So I just got through the 22-hour, 32-part documentary called <laughs> Psych Odyssey about the making of Psychonauts 2 by the studio Double Fine. Um, if you ever want to see how painful it is to make anything and how it is a miracle that any creation comes into this world, I recommend that documentary. That is that like the most um, hands-on sort of uh, intensive documentary like ever made? It has to be read that length, right? It is incredible. It So the game took seven years to make and they the film crew was there every single day. It's wow. incredible. I can't even imagine the uh, gargantuan effort that must have been to edit that down into something that is, uh, you know, even remotely watchable for people. So I've um, heard editing's easy. So <laughs> yes, would right. you say Psychonauts Two is superior than original Psychonauts? You know, I would say that it slots along nicely with Psychonauts. It mm-hmm. also has its own showpieces and very impressive parts. Um, so I would I would recommend giving it a try if any of you are Xbox Xbox Game Pass subscribers. It is included in your subscription. Excellent. All right, let's keep this show going. Uh, Bose, what, what have you been watching recently? Anything? Well, I'm going to go a little different direction. I uh, I just realized my Audible account was not canceled and had a had it several credits uh, piling <laughs> up. 
And uh, <laughs> if anybody's had a uh, Audible account, you have to use all your credits before you can can cancel. So uh, drop one on a uh, little book that I, I probably should have read well before uh, my 35th birthday, but The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, very solid uh, audio book uh, performed by Stephen Fry, who is uh, just absolutely entertaining. And uh, it's nice, nice short, um, uh, you know, good way to spend a couple hours. I saw Stephen Fry at the Hollywood Reservoir one time, just sort of jogging along. And I was like, hey, that's Stephen Fry. And I didn't say anything to him. So great story. <laughs> Did he write that book? No, he no. Was the, the, the uh, what, the audio, uh, what was it called? Oh, the um, audio like, the narrator, speaker? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Narrator, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Also, Wait, so, uh, name so. of the year candidate. Slarty Bartfart is on that uh, is, <laughs> is is in uh, Hitchhiker, which is just amazing. I had to look Wait, it up. Slarty Bartfart is a, is a character's a, name in the Hitchhiker. Oh, okay. Else. I thought I thought he was a like a real football player or something, and then he's also in <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Jared, you had something? Oh, just going back to Stephen Fry. I just uh, I can't believe that story is true because I think we all know he's actually just an animatronic puppet made by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. So there's no way he was just oh, out Creature jogging. Shop, not the Muppet. Not the Muppet I think Jim. it was, I, I, actually, now that you say that, there was a guy jogging right behind him with a, a remote control that I, it was a little suspicious at the time, and I didn't think anything of it, but. Did he sound like Grover was. from Sesame Street? Because that <laughs> was Frank an, Oz. Was he an infinite Grover? <laughs> I, just Googled him. I just Googled him. I'm not sure he can jog. <laughs> I saw it post. I witnessed it myself. Um, all right. Actually, it looks like uh, Radical Red Matthews has stepped out for a minute, but we, we do have our old friend Zach who's, who's here. Uh, Zach, welcome to the show. And uh, what have you been watching recently? Oh, ben, it's great to be here, brother. Thank you for having me. It's good to see everybody. Had to get Red out of here. I got a little tired of that burnout. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of NBA playoffs. It's basketball season, baby. Western Conference and Eastern Conference is hot. I've been watching Succession like we all have. Uh, and then also diving in on Netflix, Physical 100, if anybody has seen this. It's I've, a, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it myself yet. Yeah, it's a South Korean game show where they take 100 athletes or people who are in some sort of great physical condition of all shapes and sizes, and they're looking for the perfect physical specimen through a bunch of like American Gladiator-esque games. Uh, highly entertaining. So I imagine there's somebody on that show, Zach, that is probably like a, um, you know, like a huge weightlifter whose, whose biceps are just, you know, the biggest you've ever seen in your life, that kind of thing. Is there a person on the show who is completely limp from the waist up, but their legs are just fully jacked? Any type of body type you can imagine, if you're still imagining like all of the pieces where they should be, is in this show, Ben. Wow. Uh, there, there is a, a very large, like world's strongest men looking folks. There's your lanky, tall, sort of uh, basketball-ish players. There's a former a former Major League Baseball pitcher who now lives in South Korea as like the one white guy who was 6'8", so he was a monster. Uh, there was like little, there were cheerleaders, there were snowboarders, every... You know, wait, all, wait. all genders. Wait, which all, picture are we talking about? Is it Andrew Miller? It is not. His name is, I don't recall. But if it, uh, if it helps, he has a goatee. I'm going to get the research team on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Joe, let's go to you. What, what have you been watching recently? Um, I'm going to pivot to the animation world and... Dustin Nippert. 
the newest uh, Mike Judge presents Beavis and Butthead, which debuted last year, maybe this year. Um, season one, they ran it on broadcast, and season two, they're running on Paramount Plus. Um, still, still amazing. If there's any Mike Judge fans out there, obviously King of the Hill, um, Idiocracy, all that ilk. Um, they've they've updated the. They made it more modern. Um, they have story arcs now. Um, it's it's it can get emotional sometimes, um, and it's just, it's still really well animated. I've been really liking what he's been putting out lately. I watched the movie uh, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. I think is what it was mm-hmm. called, and that that's the thing. I think that like sort of um, that was the the bridge that gaps or you know, the the bridge that. Um, or yeah, the the bridge between the old uh, what Beavis and Butt had like Do America the movie from '96 or whatever, and then yeah. uh, this new show that's starting now. Yeah. And yeah. I, I loved uh, Do the Universe. I thought it was hilarious, and I have not dived into the show yet, um, but uh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, they do bring it. in. Um, they do have a time traveling aspect to some of the episodes where they'll go into the future and check out what old Beavis and Butthead are up to, like when they're in their 40s, maybe slash 50s. Fantastic. Uh, all right, who have we who have we left out here? Uh, Tyler, what what have you been watching? Oh, uh, I just finished season two of Picard. Got that Paramount Plus account free trial. Uh, ran out though before by the time I finished <laughs> Picard. So I started season three, and uh, pretty good. I've heard good. it's like a, a true um, nostalgia bomb for fans of uh, the next generation. Season three is yes, yes. Season yes. two is legit like artistic i guess you could, i don't know if you'd want to call it that but um it like harkens back to stuff that didn't work in the movies i guess i mean i think it's the show that they're really trying to pull from but there's stuff from like the movies that ben and i wa- well you watched in our apartment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the entirety of the the pre pre abrams verse yeah. yeah pre kelvin verse or whatever but um, yeah, they they keep that continuity tight, unlike what some people can do. So the sh- the showrunners are like, oh yeah, so this happened, like Romulus was destroyed, and Picard like reeled from that. But for those that don't care, I thought that was pretty good that they aren't just like. There's some shows that like rehash stuff that's like just nostalgic for nostalgic's like fan service, which I hate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say it. That's how I'm hot tea for you. I hate fan service. It's Green I mean, Dune Part One. Isn't that show just an entire exercise in fan service? You have like, no. a, like a 90-year-old just running around like he's got synthetic skin now. No, he's dead. He's over a hundred. <laughs> You're thinking of Kirk who died from a bridge. No, what I'm saying is at the end of the first season, Picard died and was replaced by a robot and nobody cared. It's not the same person. He died. <laughs> uh, Tyler, whatever. Alive? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen well, it. Well, that data is uh, real. Yeah, but He's that's an a different character then, isn't it? The, the, the flesh and blood being... Passed, left this mortal coil and was, was replaced by a robotic facsimile of himself. That's not the same character. Well, I mean, isn't season one about how consciousnesses can travel between time and space and never really die, except Data? Who <laughs> they shut down. <laughs> All right, let, let's, hey, that's, uh, let's. That's got to suck, right? Like, Ben, your consciousness is trapped 
in like a memory, like a US, a thumb drive for 20 plus years. Yeah. And then your old pal Picard, who hasn't really tried to help you in a quarter of a decade, a quarter of a century, goes, Oh, yeah, Data, you're still here. Cool. <laughs> He's like, Please kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delete me. For My question is, Ben, would you pull the plug on me? Uh, yeah, it sounds like How you want dare me you. to. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much more to offer the world. All right. Well, speaking of that, uh, Tyler, one of the things that I, I know that you can offer the world are, is uh, your thoughts on uh, Matt Reeves as the Batman. Oh, you know what so, I want to do before we talk about the Batman? Yes, please. I want to give some fan service to the Batman movies that have come before us since 2010 when we, when we did our entire Batman movie whatever, uh, omnibus? Like a, like a mega review or mega something? Mega episode, yeah. yeah. So... I don't know if we did Under the Red Hood. No, uh, we certainly came, did not. That came out in 2010. Gotta give it a thumbs down. Okay. Uh, year one, mm, thumbs down. Another animated directed Oh, video, these are all I animated, assume. yeah. Okay, all right. So 2012, obviously, The Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Pretty good. Okay, thumbs uh, up for that one. Also 2012, The Dark Knight Returns, part one. Didn't see it? Thumbs down. <laughs> Dark Knight Returns, part two? Didn't see it. Thumbs up. Okay, all right. We got Assault on Arkham. Um, this is set in the continuity of Batman Arkham, and it is voiced by Kevin Conroy. So obviously, thumbs up. Mm-hmm, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yep. We got a trilogy of Batman Unlimited, Animal Instincts, <laughs> Monster Mayhem, <laughs> Mechs vs. Mutants, <laughs> Middling. <laughs> we got Batman and Harley Quinn from 2017. Kevin Conroy reprises his role. Gink. Thumbs up. And yeah. the best one I think I've seen. Uh, oh, it's not on here. What's the. Uh, oh, it's like Justice League versus the Fatal Five or. I genuinely don't know if you've made up half of these. So I'm <laughs> No, all of them sure. are real. Jared, <laughs> real. help me. Is it the. It's not the Fatal Five. It's the group of five from the Legion the, of Superheroes. The Fast feature. Five? The, yes, the, it's the Fast Five. It was the VHS. Tom Toretto. Was that Kevin the one Conroy that was like. Repri- I believe that was, was that the one that was Dwayne McDuffie's last script before he passed away? Maybe. It was, it took, it took place in the DC animated universe. I, I that's all I know. And that one was really good. And that had Bruce Conroy, uh, Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne. And I think that might've been his last Batman outing as well. Big thumbs up there. So check that one out. And that was from like 2019 or 2020 is within the last few years. Okay. I'm thinking of a different one. Okay, well let's let's go around the horn real quick and just do some uh, some brief reactions to the Batman. I'm I'm we haven't talked about this before we started recording, by the way. So like, part of me is hoping that like at least one person on this call hasn't seen the movie, <laughs> but you know we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Bose, let's kick things off with you. Did you see the uh, Matt Reeves 2022 movie, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson and uh, and Paul Dano as the villain? And if so, what did you think about it? I have not seen it. So, <laughs> yes, <I'm> amazing. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Bose. I live a sad life. I have multiple kids, so Bose, this is your first appearance on Not Just New Movies. I I'm honored to be here. Congrats. I wish we were talking, yeah. if we were talking about the Lego Batman movie, maybe I'll have something to add. But Oh, that that is another one, Tyler. I think that came out uh in the year I think that came out in like 2016, 2017 or I something. Tried, so I tried to play Lego Batman three on my Wii U and uh I'm too old for it. Can't do it's it. Another one another one we didn't cover in that initial episode. Well, but, you gotta uh, bring that in JNN back then. Uh, I don't know about that. Bo's real quick thoughts on Lego Batman movie. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think? Uh, two thumbs up, man. Uh, yeah, Lego nice. movies, fantastic. Uh, great entertainment for all ages. 
you can, you know, the, the, I don't know, four, age four to age nine loves it. And uh, it has enough peppered in to keep the parents interested. Yeah, absolutely. Will Arnett, Will Arnett just uh, blows it out of the water too with the boys. Yeah, great microwave gag in there. Good, good <laughs> stuff in that movie. Uh, Joe, did you happen to see the the Batman? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar I saw the, the new The Batman by the Matt Reeves. Okay. Uh, All right, what'd you think about it? Matt I, watched, I watched it on uh, HBO Max uh, accidentally. I was like, oh, there's a new Batman movie out. Let's check this out. So I watched it in three installments because it was very long. It was uh, <laughs> long. Mine was two. Um, it was it was very dark. Um, uh, I loved it. Uh, Robert Pattinson, awful actor, terrible Batman. Uh, but but Paul Dano, uh, my favorite Batman villain to date. I agreed with almost everything he did in the movie. I said, "You you get him, Riddler." I just, I, I loved his his politics. Always a great review. <laughs> And I, I wish I wish he would have I wish he would have come through in the clutch more like like Steph Curry, you know, get a couple more long threes. <laughs> That's the true tragedy of the movie. That Paul Dano's Riddler wasn't the ultimate victor. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, thumbs thumbs askew. Um I'm not gonna give it a full thumbs up because man, Robert Pattinson was so bad. I just I like just him beating up ten guys at a time just I, it didn't sell me. Mm. Dude, he took some drop, man. Um, you know, maybe if it was Aflac in there, like 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 Boston Strong Aflac, but this mm-hmm. kid. I gotta jump back in here. You know what? I I think I did start this movie. I don't think I ever made it to the end. <laughs> it, okay. If it started, yeah. If there was a a, a killer at the beginning, and uh, you know somebody's father died in mm-hmm. a in a like oh yeah, uh, that was the Riddler. It was Bruce Wayne's dad? Okay, well, uh, so I'm just I gotta retract my statement. I, I guess I saw part of it. Never made it to the end, though. So, does that change your 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 thumb rating? Oh no, you rated another movie. Yeah, but I would I mean, still I, like to see your review via thumb based on what you saw. It's got to be a little bit below uh, the equatorial plane. Uh, you know, I'm giving it like a negative twenty three degrees. Okay, thumbs down. Okay. All right. <laughs> that sounds fair. Oh, completely fair. Uh, uh, Radical Red Matthews back on the podcast now. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry, we, we haven't switched back into. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Radical. We don't need your services quite yet. We'll, we'll get you right. back when we uh, go grab we, a root beer <laughs> when the sub match is over. But um, Zach, oh, good. I'm, gl- I'm so glad that you're you're back on screen here. Uh, what did what did you think about uh, the Batman? If you saw it, I did see it. I did see it. My favorite part uh, in the Batman is when the Penguin is like, Batman, why don't you want to be my friend anymore? And then Batman starts just chopping off his fingers, and and he's just like, and I think one of Penguin's henchmen chokes on a finger, and their whole friendship falls apart. <laughs> okay, uh, it's been a little while since I've seen the movie. I don't remember the choking on the finger specifically, <laughs> but that sounds like you know potentially plausible. Yeah. And uh, I appreciated that the the Penguin certainly had a, an Irish accent in this uh, in this movie. Sounds uh, like and, a great. And sub-match. Robert Pattinson was handsome. I oh, yeah. remember that part. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, Catwoman, also handsome. Zoe Kravitz, yeah, yeah. good stuff there. Uh, you know, she's maybe the, maybe the, the daughter best of Catwoman? Lenny Catwoman? Kravitz. Yeah, yeah, maybe the best Catwoman since Michelle Pfeiffer. I should. Uh, Zach, was he handsome or was he just a beta bitch? <laughs> Can one be both, Joe? I feel like Joe was on the chat room that the Riddler started. Your <laughs> <laughs> God, he's got 150 followers. <laughs> Yeah, he said like 500 followers. I was like, damn it. He's got more followers than the five cast. 
He's going like, viral. For now. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. This could be the one. All right, Jared, let's go to you. Uh, I, I have to assume that you saw this movie. And, and since you were, you know, on our original Batman episode, you certainly know a lot about this character, you know, way more about this character, the history of this character than I do. Uh, what, what did you make of this, uh, this new version of, uh, of Batman? I always lived by an axiom that everything is better if you put a definite article in front of it. And this movie broke that. So with that in mind, I do have to say, not my cup of tea. I found it to be relentlessly grimdark and only when it veered into camp did I uh, enjoy certain portions of it. So like the the penguin waddling a little bit, like I think he was tied up at one point. He was kind of doing like a little bit of a waddle that that we were talking about. No, Brendan Brendan Gleeson as the penguin was just incredible. Um, But (laughs) Brendan Gleeson was not the penguin. (laughs) You don't know that. That makeup was amazing. It could have been anybody. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, I, I, it was I'm unrecognizable. Thinking, I so I don't know if this was the particular theater I was in, but when the Nirvana kicks on and he's just angstily driving a motorcycle, the theater did erupt into laughter. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a shame. (laughs) And I was a part of that laughter. I did find that to be pretty funny. I got to say, I appreciated Michael Giacchino's score in this movie. I thought it was great. Real, you know, booming, blasting uh, stuff. I, I, yeah, the the Nirvana, I guess you could, you could make the case, uh, maybe a little overused. The, uh, the David Fincher seven vibes in this whole thing. Um, I think that's probably contributing to the grim dark that you're, you're talking about, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think by nature, Batman as a character doesn't really change that much. And this movie actually had the character change a little bit from the beginning of the movie to the end. He, he started out this sort of like a, you know, dark brooding emo boy. And then by the end, he's like lighting the flare and leading the, the citizens of Gotham out. And, and he realizes that he can't, he has to do more than just beat 10 people to death in, in a subway, uh, like the opening of the movie, like Joe mentioned, but he has well, to become, you know, a full fledged hero. So it's because the symbol on his chest represents hope. Okay, this is this is going real well. Um, no, I did, I did, I, I Ben, I remember you in the text chat going, "Batman was awesome," and I, whenever you say that, I go, oh, "This is probably not great." <laughs> great, I'm I'm so glad so, that you value my opinion so, so highly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, it was three. It clocks in at like what two fifty nine? I, I think it's two hours fifty nine minutes. That doesn't include that includes credits, but there's also a little teaser at the end. Um, there? I don't even remember. Uh, I don't think I stayed. I finished it like 20 minutes before we started. So I do remember okay. it for clearly. <laughs> um, I had to watch it in two installments, Joe. So I, I didn't oh, yeah. right below, right below your three, um, about an hour and a half. It was about nine 30 at night. And I was like, Ooh, I'm bushwhacked. But I thought uh, the thing I kept saying to myself was this was a movie, like a pretty good movie. And then they were like, well, let's just make it a Batman movie. I kind of how that's kind of how I interpreted it is because it was very, you know, detective heavy, which, is what Batman does obviously, but yeah, the costumes uh, like Jared was saying, I, I do like, I, they've already perfected Batman in film, which, you know, refer to 1995's Batman forever. Um, so everything is in the shadow of that fantastic film, but um, yeah, there wasn't enough neon in the city, but I did like the way the city looked. Uh, I did like that Pat, Robert Pattinson's voice sounds exactly like the Batman voice from how it should have ended the cartoons that riff on movies. Uh, so I enjoyed that. I didn't like Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne, but I was okay with Robert Pattinson's Batman, which oh. I think as we discussed in NJNM episode one, that these films are two 
storylines, one for the Batman, one for Bruce Wayne. And then of mm-hmm. course, Batman forever perfected it by merging the two, uh, seamlessly. Yes. Into one, just, I mean, award-winning storyline. I, I don't know how many Academy Awards Batman forever won, but Joe, you'll have to get the research team. Did on it that. sweep? Yeah. Joe, check if it swept, but, um, um I don't know if I would, I, I always try to suggest stuff to people. I don't know. This is, it's, a, it's not as dark as the, the, um, dark Knight trilogy, which is a nice change of pace. And it wasn't as dark as Batman V Superman, which was absolutely terrible. Yeah, certainly. Um, but I wouldn't watch it again, but it was good for the, the two days that I did watch it. Can't complain. I can't complain. Just not, it's not terrible. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I think, I think we've done it gentlemen. I think, uh, Oh, that's, that's it? it. I think. Ben, right? you don't want to I do have a question for you, or anything like that. Yeah, well, go, go ahead, Red. Uh, do you wish it was longer? <laughs> if that's another dig at the movie, I'll, I'll accept. No, it no that, that's an honest question. You know, um, hot take here. You're paying X dollars to see in the theater. I mean, you probably got a screener because you know you're you're a hot yeah, shot. Yeah, spend the whole day. I, I actually didn't. This was like the, the right. In, mm. I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. In the, the very WB beginning snub. of the pandemic, uh, some of the the movie studios were working with the press and actually like saying, "Okay, it's like actually dangerous for people to be going to theaters right now. We'll send you links so you can watch this at home." Mm. Uh, that stopped very very quickly, like within a few months, and then people were like, "You know what? Now uh, we actually, as studios, prefer the the." Uh, you know, um, smog level of controls that we have, smog the dragon level of controls that we have over our treasure. And we're not going to uh, hand this out anymore. So um, they basically, they sort of like threw the press to the, to the wolves and just let people deal with things on their own. So I actually saw this movie on HBO max myself because it it was came out, I think around that time. No, no, no. I did see this in the theater. That's right. Uh, I was thinking of the 2021 year HBO max did that thing where they released all of their movies in theaters Mm -hmm. and on HBO max at Mm -hmm. the same time. This was a year after that. So yeah, I saw this in the theater and, uh, and yeah, paid good old American dollars for it, just like everybody else. But, um, but to answer the answer is no, oh. the answer is no. <laughs> okay. uh, Zach, okay. no, I, I don't, I don't wish it was longer. I, um, I can't stand long movies right now. I'm just like, I'm, I'm burned out on them. Uh, I just saw guardians of the galaxy volume three today as we were recording this and it's two and a half hours plus like 25 minutes of AMC, you know, bullshit stuff before the, the movie actually starts. So it's, uh, it's so much more of a commitment than it needs to be when, when these movies go that, that long. So, um, I did love the movie and, and it was like among my top 10 of the year last year, but, uh, no, I certainly don't wish it was longer. Okay. But Zach, the principal photography for the Batman part two official title, uh, December, 2023 for a release in 2025. And I think you know, they're pushing for a 12-hour epic. We're going King of Kings here. <laughs> if I'm paying 30, you know, plus popcorn, it's a $50 day. It's like going to Disney back in the 90s. Just strap me in. Let's do it all day. Inter- intermission it. You know, gone with the wind. Give me a little break in the middle. At that point, you got to go night one and night two. You, you oh. got to split up. I mean, come on. <laughs> a two-night event. Jared, Jared had something to put in. Oh, I, I have a fun fact, and that's that uh, Matt Reeves is actually a stage name. His real name is Matthew Reeves. <laughs> Wait, let me add that to IMDb trivia real quick. <laughs> yes. I, I did have a question to throw to Joe, and that's how could the Riddler have gotten away with it? I know you've thought about this. What could he have done better? What would you have done as the Riddler? Oh, God. Here we go. 
Oh yeah, the prosecutors gonna be watching this in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I would just, I would just be more coy about everything. You know, I think he was a little bit too loud. Um, just, just played his, played his cards a little too far away from his chest, if you know what I mean. Um, but he, he, he had a right message, and it just, it just spiraled a little out of control. Um, you know, with, with the killing and the, but, but his heart was in it. Would you have written more or or less psychotic notes and strapped them all up uh, in your apartment walls, Joe? Uh, well, less. I mean, because I, I have like a eight hundred square foot place, uh, so I couldn't couldn't fit anymore. Uh, so I think <laughs> I think the Riddler would have the same type of apartment. Uh, I, you know, Joe, I like the deleted scene where the Riddler was looking for Nancy Pelosi's office at the Capitol. <laughs> I wish they would have left that in. <laughs> But you know, it's, it's been it's been over a year since I've seen this movie. Like, I literally I can't watch it again because I have a Panasonic Viera forty eight inch from nineteen eighty seven in my room, and it gets hot when it's on for too long. And the movie is very long, so by the end, it was like ten degrees hotter in the room, and I was naked. Ooh, you got to turn down that saturation, man. It was unbearable, brother. <laughs> Those blocks are black, man. <laughs> Just as Matt Reeves intended for you to watch it, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Speaking of long, what, what's going on with Ted Lasso, man? Why are we why are we running up near hour long feature length? Uh, oh, oh, oh I, I'm only on episode one of season three. Can we? Uh, oh. please. All right, no spoilers, but I fully agree with you, Buzz. It's it's out of control and unreasonable. I want yeah. to I want a little half hour dose of uh, you know uh, uh, Ted. I don't need I don't need fifty five minutes of him of his anxiety really are you, so. are you guys familiar with any other shows that started doing that where towards like the last season the episodes got a lot longer because one that comes to mind for me is sons of anarchy at, mm. at like the last season the episodes at some point were like an hour and 40 minutes long of just <laughs> Shakespearean just drawn out drama wow didn't uh, game of thrones last season get real long didn't those episodes no, they become fucking... mini movies Yes, but they, they um, well, I mean, they chopped off the storylines, so they yeah, kind of did it. They somehow lengthened it by shortening it in yeah, the worst they, possible they cut way. The, the number of episodes, but made all the episodes that they did do longer. So, mm. 18 inch um, sub with six inch meat. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. As the common saying goes. You know, my biggest critique at the end of Game of Thrones is like, after all is said and done, like somebody didn't just walk up and say, and you just won. The Game of Thrones. It's a good point. It's a good point. And it's that, I mean, what was it's the that point? baseball player that lives in Korea. <laughs> Justin Nipper. That's his name. <laughs> that, that's a show that down. if it came out in America, I'd be like, in what point do they get out the calipers and measure the skulls? I'm a little concerned about this. But mm. in another country, that you know, they, they can do yeah. that. Can we talk about one more movie before we sign off NJM forever? Let's do it. All right. So back in the awesome year of 2021, they were releasing movies. Burger 2? Good Burger 2? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, HBO Max, WB would send its movies straight to streaming. And did anybody watch the, and I think we watched all these movies in high school, at least the last two, The Matrix Resurrections. I did okay, see good. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, I was really hoping you were going with King Kong and Godzilla, but here's the w- only question I have about that movie, which I didn't. I liked. I no, I did like it. But why was what's her name? Nairobi. Yeah. Why is she an old lady in the Matrix? 
I get she's an old lady in the real world, but then she jacks in. She's going to stay an old lady in her Matrix suit. Yeah. You can Tyler, do you anything you want. Huh? Talk about Nairobi like that. Will Smith's going to lay you out. Uh, uh, I have never question. once thought about that, Tyler. I, okay. I never uh, never thought about it. But now that you say it, it's like I have no idea. There, there's no sense. good answer for it. because I mean, Everything the whole else point made of, sense. Because yeah, like, oh, we need a like, different Morpheus because he's a different piece of software. Mm-hmm. Perfect sense. Got it. Well, you know, Why I think that this, be young? this all might be a little ageist. Maybe we're just presuming she would want to be young. But she's not old in real life. So it's not like they needed to like CG youngify her like they do in Star Wars. They just... Old. I guess Jared has a point. Maybe her, maybe her, uh, her interests changed because it's all about like the digital projection of your of your um, ideal self or something, right? Like that—that's what you appear as inside the. No, you want to look fucking get... cool in the Matrix. I mean, most people do, but maybe uh, <laughs> Niobe is just like you know what you know what's cool to me now uh, <laughs> a, a ninety-year-old woman who rides on the back of a mechanical eagle. But <laughs> and it is kind of she's at the peak of her powers in a sense. She's never had as much influence and sway. She is kind of the leader of the society. Maybe this is kind of her perceived pinnacle in her mind. I also note that uh, you know Western civilization is an aging civilization, so maybe they're looking for future uh, you know future revenue streaming options down the road. As as you know, South Korea and Japan. I mean. Uh, People, people are getting older, man. People aren't having babies, or 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 the the movie just needed a milf. And, there you and, go. And you can that <laughs> a gilf. I I never saw it, but I assume uh, you know they just needed an older lady. So you're you're saying the next movie should be the Matrix Retirements? I mean, I think yes, but for different reasons. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've pretty much done it here, Tyler. I think that Ooh. you know if we're gonna go out uh, on a high note on the NJNM podcast, I think the Matrix Retirements is probably a, a good place as any to uh, oh, to go. God, why? Um, actually, one more thing before we end. Uh, one person who couldn't be here with us today, uh, our our original co-host on the very first uh, few batch of episodes of the Not Just a Movies podcast, was my old uh, roommate uh, Patrick Miller, aka P Mills, and mm-hmm. he has uh, has just now called in. Ah, the Not Just New Movies podcast. It's your old co-host Mills. Oh, how I've missed thee! Shout out to all you listeners out there. I'm supposed to get on here and talk about Matt Reeves' The Batman, but I, I can't help but reminisce about all the good times I had while doing the show. Remember Troll 2? Ha! <laughs> Troll 2. Good time. What can I say about Matt Reeves' The Batman? It was good. Best Batman since the Christopher Nolan era. But that shouldn't be too controversial. After watching it, though, I moved on with my life. Never thought about the movie again. Now, maybe that's the controversial part. Anyways... You stay classy out there, San Diego. Catch you on the flip side. I think he led to me getting kicked off the show. Well, well first of all, that I'll just say thanks to Mills for for calling in. Uh, I, oh, I don't yes, think um, I, I don't think he led to you getting kicked off the show because you stayed on the show and he was the one who ended up leaving the show. What are mm. you talking about? Sounds like a serial series is in order. Although mm. I did like the last episode of the engine. Well, last of the original run. Mm-hmm. You know, the original recipe was uh, episode 100, where we had like your folding table, me, you, P. Mills, Jared on the horn, 3,000 miles away. Was that for the quest? I think we did. It was both for the quest and, oh yeah, no, that was the quest, but I think it was also Steel (laughs) and Kazam. I think we did 99 and 100 together. Yeah, we did a double recording. Yeah, that's right. 
So that was pretty awesome. Okay, amazing. Good memories there. Do uh, wanna, I, I don't want to close out the NJNM episode, Ben. I actually don't have the, uh, you know, it's been so long since we've done it. I think my document has been uh, corrupted or something. Like oh, no. I don't have the the old sign off that we used to do. So um, where can I people find of, you on the internet? Well, you can find me uh, writing at slashfilm.com. You can Twitter and Instagram at Ben Pears. You can find the, the podcast. Uh, I don't even know if our Twitter account is still active, but it mm. was at NJNM podcast. So Maybe you could tweet at that no, at some point. Twitter if, anymore, it's if anybody, okay. <laughs> we don't use Twitter anymore, Ben. Yeah, you know. I don't want any more money going to that. You have some a blue badge, I'm pretty sure. Mask. Okay, so uh, yeah, don't ever tweet at that uh, uh, username again. But um, you can find yeah. us on iTunes. Oh yeah, of course, iTunes. Yeah, and and the archives will live as long as the server space dictates. So mm-hmm. before we roll back into the the five cast for yeah. the, the final outro, this be I'll a do separate a, episode, a sub outro. Uh, thanking uh, Joe, thank you for being here, and thank you for your your contributions as always. Um, I hope hope that you're able to uh, to one day take the full lessons that the the Riddler taught you and put them to good use. <laughs> bring them uh, to reality Bose, uh thank you of course for for being here as well and and i i very much value your opinion on the the lego batman movie and i'm hoping that one day you'll actually finish matt reeves the batman because i happen to think it's a pretty good movie so <laughs> namaste uh jared thank you as always for your your wisdom your uh your sage advice your your uh endless well of knowledge of all things batman mm-hmm. um any any closing words for us here yeah i've changed my mind i like the movie Okay, excellent. Nice. Good. I'm glad to put that on the record there at the last second. And, uh, Ooh, and Zach, close. thank you uh, as well for um, for confusing uh, Colin Farrell and and Brendan Gleeson in my mind uh, as always. So they're they're always the same for me. And I, I would like to end with that: uh, movies should be longer. Mm, okay, hot take from Zach there. All he's, right, well, he's like he's like a fan of the 1930s, where he's just like he's looking for an air conditioned building to spend the entire <laughs> afternoon in. <laughs> Ten cents all day. (laughs) He'll watch movies over and over and over. He doesn't care. Those were also Uh, the days when baseball games were twenty-three innings long for no reason. (laughs) I I remember. I read like I don't know if they're primary sources, but like what movie theaters used to be like in like the thirty. It was just like a a a free for all. Like you might as well have had a wrestling match there with like kids running around and just it was terrible. Yeah, utter chaos. A lot in here, Wells speaking of chaos thank you tyler for uh for co-hosting all, all these years and oh, of course uh, and the 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 uh you know being in the trenches with me this is very difficult work that we've done um and i think we're difficult. heroes and i i expect the uh the key to the city to be arriving on our doorsteps momentarily okay yeah
In the year 2020, the machines have taken over. A sentient program known as Skynet has possessed control of the world's technology and wages war on the remnants of a terrestrial virus known as the human race. Skynet has sent Terminators back in time twice to prevent the existence of John Connor and once to kill his mother, Sarah Connor. Now they're going back even further. In 1960, Indiana Jones and Sun Mutt are on an archaeological dig that will change their lives forever. Dylan! You son of a bitch! From the studio that brought you Troll 2 and Trancers 6. Hey buddy, got a dead cat in there or what? Fuck you, asshole. And the director of Lawrence of Arabia comes the most anticipated fifth sequels of 2011. You're the asshole on TV. Starring Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Shia LaBeouf as Mutt Jones. So what are you looking at, butthead? Christian Bale as John Connor. Ah, da 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 da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? I want no! No! Featuring Amanda Seyfried as Samantha Connor. Look who's talking. Jeff Bridges as Kevin Flynn. Games. You want games? I'll give you games. I did nothing. The pavement was his enemy. John Hamm as Superman. I'm living like there's no tomorrow. Because there isn't one. George Lasky as Agent 007. We'll hit the rush <laughs> Nicholas Cage as the Predator. And Peter Weller as Super Robocop. That are alive, you are coming with me. With Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. Who are you working with? Of course, I'm a Terminator. I do not believe you. Indiana Jones and the Skull of John the Baptist. Henry. And Terminator 5 Legacies. <laughs> Two movies. The funny guy, Sully. One storyline. We're in! Wrong. Listen to me very carefully. You haven't even read talking about the contract. Oh, the contract. <laughs> We're here to kid around. Holy Connie.